Welcome everyone to our Lead Tips podcast. My name is Ron Termali, a pastor at Legacy Church RI, a part of the growing New Life community of churches. Every week we will be gathering Christian leaders to discuss lead tips for Christians seeking nuggets of wisdom to become better leaders in their home, society, and in the local church. Every lead tip we'll be discussing can be found on our website at LegacyChurchRI.com forward slash lead tips. Well, let's take a listen to today's lead tip. Welcome to our first Lead Tips podcast. Uh, my name is Ron Termali. I'm a pastor at Legacy Church, and uh, we're going to be having these podcasts um, probably weekly, and we have a bunch of Lead Tips that we've written. It's right on our website, LegacyChurchRI.com forward slash Lead Tips, and the purpose of Lead Tips is really to, to give us wisdom um, that will help us not only lead in society and lead in our churches, but lead in our homes and whatever aspect of uh, you know society you might be working in, whether you have a career or if if you have a job or maybe you're very involved in your local church, we hope that these lead tips will give you just insights of wisdom that will really help you to grow as a leader in Christ. Because the Bible does say that you are the light of the world as a believer. Uh, God's called you to be the head and not the tail. So um, I'm going to start it off by introducing some people here that we have in the room that will be part of this podcast. Uh, We're going to be going over lead tip number two. If you're looking up on our website, the different lead tips, and we're going to be talking about it. But I have here uh, Jared Burrows and Carlos Lara, and I want to ask you guys to um, maybe introduce yourself, uh, what your role is, your job is, if you're married and have kids. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Jared, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, my name is Jared. Uh, I have a beautiful wife, Natalie, and praise God, we are still together today after 16 years um, because God has intervened in our lives. God has saved our marriage. Today, we have three beautiful children. Um, we love the church. We love the house of God. We serve here regularly. Um, Natalie and I oversee several different teams within the church. So we've had to learn a lot about our leadership over the past decade by learning how to work with servants and volunteers in the church. Um, and if I may just add one more thing, I became a leader of a ministry team in the church And within a month, I then got promoted into a supervisory position at my job because I work for the federal government. That's awesome. And I learned so much more about leadership by doing it in the church that I could apply that into my job. So that's that's, that's why I love these tips. You think that it just applies to church, but it applies inside and outside of the walls of the church. You know what you're saying, Jared, that's so uh, uh, important because I believe that a lot of people— learn more by serving the house of the Lord than in their secular vocations. You know, yeah, I, I was I vice yeah. president of bank, of master's degree in business, um, but I really learned how to lead people uh, in the local church 
because in the local church, um, you don't you're not paying people, mm, so yeah. you really have to motivate. You really need to pray. You need to ask God to be involved, and uh, you need to apply wisdom in in leading people. And we're part of a, a growing church because yeah. we have great leadership, and so hopefully these lead tips are going to help other Amen. people. Yeah. So my name is Carlos, and I have. Three beautiful kids. I'm married to my wife, Denise. We're about going on eight years now. Um, been serving the church, a part of the church for over, I want to say, 10 years now, which has been great. Um, and, and lining up with Jared, the same thing. I came to the church um, kind of not knowing what I want to do in life. Um, I was working at uh, the YMCA at that time just as an after-school program person. And as I, w- as I digged in serving the church, my career in the YMCA started to grow. And it was the weirdest thing seeing how God's principles don't just apply in church, but also applies outside of the four walls. Yeah. And um, and I give all glory to God. And I started as an employee and, and left as a um, outreach director. And it was an amazing journey. Um, so that's a little, little bit about myself. That's awesome. You know, um, once I got saved and started learning the Bible, mm-hmm. I found that a lot of biblical principles are in what you learn in business school because they're universal principles. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible talks about wisdom, and you find wisdom for every aspect of life, including leadership in the Bible. And so, you know, you go to business school, and a lot of what you're learning really are principles that are taught in the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs. There's a lot of things in Proverbs uh, that teach you about leadership. So today we're going to um, look at uh, what what is listed as lead tip number two. And um, I want to kind of read it and then we'll discuss it. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So um, lead tip number two, it comes from 1 Corinthians 11.1 where the Apostle Paul says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Um, What a weighty statement by the Apostle Paul. Uh, These words come from a person accepting the responsibility of being a role model for Jesus. Uh, It doesn't mean that Paul was perfect, but it does mean that he sought to live perfectly, and he put this yoke upon himself. You know, leadership is a yoke that you put upon yourself. And uh, he lived with conviction both in his public and private life. Um, We know that he was committed to Christ, to the body of Christ, and to the building of the church. And he modeled leadership through great passion, sacrifice, humility, and obedience. And this was the Jesus model that he was willing to follow. Um, Again, leadership is something that you take upon yourself, um, and you understand that whatever you do, uh, you are reflecting, especially as a believer, Jesus Christ. Um, You know, in the lead tip, I write that my wife and me have been fortunate to have leaders in our lives who emulate Christ-like character. We've been to many meetings, (laughs) leadership meetings over 40 years, and in these meetings, uh, we were reminded by other leaders that there are biblical requirements to leadership, and there's consequence to compromise yeah. and failure. Yeah. And we see that in the world, that um, when leaders fail, it not only 
hurts their personal lives, their families. But in the church, it affects many, many families. And, and that's why I think it's important that we get some of these lead tips over these next few months and we apply them to our lives because it not only blesses your life, keeps you whole, and keeps your family strengthened, but it helps the church to remain in, in integrity because the integrity of the local church is what we all have to fight for and live for. And God has to be able to point to any one of us and say, hey, follow them as they follow Christ. And this is true Christian leadership. So let me ask um, the first question that, that maybe we can talk about. The statement by the Apostle Paul, uh, follow my example as I follow Christ, um, what do you feel when you hear that? Um, you know, it's, it seems a little bit, you know, almost a little bit prideful <laughs> that Paul yeah. would say, follow my example as I follow Christ. But what do you feel when, when you hear that statement by Paul? And, uh, you know, what does it mean to you as a leader? Yeah, I, I feel like the first thing I, I get is the confidence that he has yeah. in Christ. And I think as a Christian and in my own walk, um, you do have hurdles, you have moments of um, of dropping the ball, but being able to drop the ball, pick it back up and keep moving and say, hey, I'm never going to drop the ball in this area again. And as you overcome that situation, you see other people about to hit the similar situation and you say, hey, 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 don't go that way because I went that way. Follow me because I did that and I know that's the wrong way. Take a right here. And then there's confidence because you know that person could fail if they take a left. So I, 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 when I hear that, I hear the confidence that Paul has. And Paul, with his life and his ministry, gives an, a great example of how to follow Jesus. Um, That's a good point you make. That The Bible says in, um, I think it's Matthew 5.48, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And we know Paul was imperfect. But yet he said, follow me as I follow Christ. And I think what you're saying is even when we make mistakes, uh, God will use that Mm -hmm. for us to teach others because Mm -hmm. you many times you learn more by your mistakes than you do your victories. Isn't that true? Absolutely. Jared, do you want? Yeah. So I was reading um, Paul's statement when he declares, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. And I, Carlos, 100%, the confidence stuck out to me like he was being boastful. Uh, But then it's immediately followed by this statement of humility Mm -hmm. as I follow Christ. Mm -hmm. And he's humble enough to admit that he makes mistakes. But I think his confidence comes from knowing that he, he will make mistakes but that he will not be defined by the mistakes mm-hmm. and knowing that he will fall, but he won't stay in that fallen position. I think his confidence comes from knowing the redemption power of Jesus and that mm-hmm. he will get up and try again. Even not being perfect, he's decided that he won't stop trying in his pursuit of that. Yeah. So I got I got the the boastful part at the beginning and then the the humility at the end, and I think it's a perfect example. Yeah, and, and so Paul obviously um, preached about grace, and he understood the grace of the Lord. Yeah. Um, much like the, David, who who you know we know was imperfect in many ways. But yet his confidence was in the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and bringing redemption and helping him back up. 
Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about that because you know we we don't want to give ourselves a sense of false grace or or weak grace where it doesn't really matter if we fall, we just get back up. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't we live a life where we don't want to make mistakes? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think in the world that we live in, there's, you know, some call it a greasy grace where, <laughs> hey, you know, everyone makes mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, everyone mm-hmm. falls. But um, I think we have to understand, too, that there's significant consequence when a leader, a leader especially, mm-hmm. um, makes some big, big mistakes, especially immoral yeah. mistakes. You know, maybe we could talk about that. And how do we how do we uh, protect ourselves as leaders from you know making consequential decisions that are going to not only hurt ourselves, our family, and the church, which is really important. One interesting thing, too, as you're saying that comes up to uh, in my head, because I know Paul was writing this letter to the Corinthian church, and they were going through similar situations where there was sexual immorality happening. There was right. people still following other gods. Culture. Um, culture. So Paul, Paul was um, dealing with similar situations and, and issues that we're dealing with today, which is insightful to see. And I think— um, as, as a leader, I think maturity is the key aspect. I, I can't remember exactly the Bible verse, but when I was a it, it said, paraphrasing, when I was a child, I, I played like I a child. Did child I, right. I did childish things, and as I grew up, I put those childish things away. And as a Christian and also as a leader, um, there's a point in your life and your walk with Jesus where you have to put away the milk and start to eat solid. Put away the childish um, attributes or the ways and the immaturity um, and start to, to mature and as you grow and you're in a healthy church, you start to see leaders or other Christian men or women, and they there's something different with them. And as you and, and I, I put myself in my position, as I started coming to church, I started looking at Pastor Ron, Pastor Steve, all the pastors in, in, at the New Life churches, and I'm like, hey, there's something about them that I was I was yeah. called to, and it was my spirit was like, wow, that's what a spiritual man looks like. Yeah, I know what you mean. And that and and as a new person into the church, I started just picking up and just observing. And as I observed and they spoke, it started making sense. They were, Pastor Steve did a great preach and talked about barriers and on the highways. And sometimes you have to put barriers in your life, but some people um, think that barriers are uh, a hindrance in your life. Yeah, well, restrictive. A lot, uh, restrictive, but yeah. at the same time, it's protecting you. And as I started here, like Pastor Ron um, preach or in meetings and different situations, I started to understand People, as you mature, you put barriers in your life, especially as leaders, not to to restrict you, but to set you free and to protect you. And I think that's a key um, aspect of um, maturing and a key aspect of what Paul's trying to say. It's like we could do anything, but not everything is great. Some things might be permissible, but not beneficial. Exactly. The Apostle Paul says. And, um, you know, I, I think that's right. Like when you're following Christ, follow me as I follow Christ. That is the key. Mm-hmm. That is the key. Is if we follow Christ and the God is and the Lord has given us the Holy Spirit to help us and guide us and to give us conviction when we're ready to step over a boundary, mm-hmm. right? Um, the key is following Christ as a leader. Yep. And and being accountable. Yep. 
to others, that others can speak into your life when they see you getting close to a boundary or they see you, you know, with one foot over over the Jersey barrier, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one foot over the Jersey barrier and ready to, to jump in, in a lane that you're going to get killed in. Um, I think the key is following Christ. Like we have to allow ourselves the accountability so that people who are been put in our lives as leaders, which is oversight over us, you know, other leaders, that they can they can direct us and not not only direct us, but they can point out areas of our lives where there may might be uh, an avenue for the devil to get in and right. cause us to stumble right. and fall. Yep. Right. And so, you know, so grace, when I think of grace, grace is more that God gives you the ability to stay on track rather than, you know, he gives you grace to fail and fail and fail and fail and fail. I think he gives he gives you forgiveness for your failures, but he gives you grace and the power to stay on track as a leader so that you can be a role model to others, which we need desperately in the world that we're living in. I agree. Um, and you both mentioned maturity and accountability. Uh, and I think one of the big things that that takes both of those into consideration is when you step into a leadership position and you weren't previously a leader, um, you go from being kind of on your own, responsible for your own tasks into leadership. Now you're responsible for other people. I think there's a, a newer and a higher level of integrity because you are accountable and people will watch you. You're under a microscope. So your behavior has to be mm-hmm. right. Your mm-hmm. integrity right. has to be right mm-hmm. inside, outside of church, at work, at school, at church, in your family. Mm-hmm. You have to be accountable to your leaders and to those below you because they're still watching you. Yes, so good. Yeah, your example. Follow my example. Yeah. Your example. And so, you know, sometimes... Um, you can think that leadership is something you just put on as like a hat and then you take it off. There's a big and cost relax, to it. There's, right? a, there's a big and, weight. And, and and that's that's putting the yoke upon yourself because there is a weight to yeah. leadership. But but it's an understanding that that God has anointed you and appointed you for a position to reflect him Amen. to others. Yeah. And so there is a weight, but at the same time, God gives you everything that you need yep. to to be a good leader for, for him, especially in the church. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, follow my example as I follow Christ. Let, let's pray that um, God continues to raise up godly uh leaders of integrity for the local church, our local church, other local churches, uh, because the the church is the hope of the world. And really the way the church goes, society goes. And we need strong, powerful, Holy Spirit-filled leaders of integrity Mm -hmm. now more than ever. So maybe we can just pray as we close this podcast. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Is there anything else you want to say before we pray? Anything that comes to mind? I feel like grace is such a big topic. If we keep if we keep going down this road, speaking about God's unmerited and undeserved favor and grace, we could be here all day, Pastor. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I think just I to kind of just add, um, you know, as a leader, it's the greatest joy 
It's the greatest joy. And as we continue these lead tips, I want to encourage people to lean in. And 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 if God places that in your heart, go to the altar. Ask God, what, what do I need to do in my life? What yeah. do I need to change in my life to be used by you in a greater way? And it's the best way to live life. So I just want to share that. And um, if Pastor Ron, you can pray us out. Yeah. yeah, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that uh, you call every believer in some type of leadership role, whether it be in our homes, our workplaces, um, but especially the church, Lord. We ask that the power of the Holy Spirit would raise up strong, godly men and women of all ages, God, God, young and old, Lord, to be an example of Christ, Lord, to this society, to this culture. And we just pray, Lord, that you keep us, Lord, with hearts of humility, hearts of integrity. And God, we know that leading really is serving. It's serving mankind. It's serving you. It's serving your church, serving people. So, Father, give us that heart. And we thank you, God, for for this church, Legacy Church. God, continue to to build it, Lord, and continue to use it to further the gospel. And we thank you for this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you to to join in this podcast. And and we're going to be doing these lead tips um, probably once a week. And and I believe every lead tip, you're going to get a nugget of wisdom that will help you in every aspect of life. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you next week.